This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Good afternoon. Happy Black Friday and welcome to Clay and Buck. And I think we can now officially say Merry Christmas. As you've probably noticed, I'm not Clay or Buck. I'm Tudor Dixon, and I am guest hosting today because apparently Clay and Buck are totally obsessed with Black Friday shopping, I guess. I don't know. So they're not here. But I am so glad that I'm here with you today. I'm actually a part of Clay and Buck's podcast network here on iHeart, and you can find episodes of the Tudor Dixon podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you subscribe. But today, I'm just excited to be here with you. I hope that you are going to chat with me today. So be sure you're ready to call in because we want to talk to folks at the end of the hour. I want to hear from you. The number is 800-282-2882. Let me tell you a little bit about me in case you don't know and you're wondering why is this woman in here for Clay and Buck. I am... Uh, part of their podcast network, but that's because I came from a foundry one day and said I want to get into politics. I know that sounds nuts, but I grew up in the steel foundry with my dad, worked in the foundry for many years, and then a few years back, I turned to politics, and sometimes when you get into politics, you just never get out. It's sort of this like vortex that sucks you in, and I decided, how hard can it be to run for governor? So I decided to do that in the state of Michigan against Gretchen Whitmer. And I learned a lot about politics at that time. I learned a lot about what Republicans are doing wrong. I learned a lot about what we're not doing at all that's actually costing us elections. And I've been sharing that with all of you on the podcast. I'm so thankful for all of you that are listening. But I think conservatives have a huge chance to win in 2024 because Democrats are falling apart right now. We're going to get to that. But first, I want to talk about 
some of the breaking news that we have, and that is what's going on in Israel right now. We know that there is a ceasefire. If you don't know, there's a four-day ceasefire going on so that they can get some of those hostages out of Hamas, out of Gaza. Hamas is supposed to be releasing about 50 hostages. As of today, there are 24 that have been released. Um, My understanding is they're now in Egypt. They were in the custody of the Red Cross They've now gone into Egypt. They should be coming back to Israel. They're going to have a medical check beforehand. These are women and children, from what we understand. The hostages, there were uh, 10 hostages that were um, Thai countrymen. So Thailand, their prime minister has announced that 10 of his countrymen have been released. Uh, there was one Filipino and 13 hostages that are said to be from the same community in Israel. So 13 Israelis that do have dual citizenship. We haven't gotten the information of exactly where, but we do know one thing. There were no Americans released. So of these hostages, there were not no Americans. Not one of these hostages that were released today were American. And I say that because I think it's pretty significant. America, the United States, has been incredibly engaged in these hostage negotiations and engaged in the discussions with Qatar, engaged in the discussions with the Israelis about the the ceasefire. You know, obviously, you've seen all the people calling for a ceasefire. And yet none of these negotiations came out with a single American. And let me remind you that there are 240, we believe 240 hostages that Hamas has taken that they took on 10-7, October 7th, that day. And these are 24 that have been released. And we're saying over these next four days that there should be 50, not not the 240. But the the deal is that the Israelis are also going to release prisoners. So they are freeing 39 Palestinian prisoners that they have. Prisoners, not hostages. Let me be clear. So the Israelis are getting back hostages. These are women and children who were taken from their homes. They were taken at gunpoint. They were We don't know what condition they're in, but we know the conditions of what happened on October 7th when they went into Israel. They were paratroopers. They came on on the ground and they it was taken by brutal force. Women and children raped a horrific situation. Israel is getting those people back in exchange for releasing Palestinian prisoners. Again, 24 hostages came back, freeing 39 Palestinian prisoners. There, you will hear reports today. These are women and children that are being released from Israel. We're going to have an, in a little bit later in this hour, we're going to have somebody on the ground in Israel who's going to talk to us. I want to kind of dig deep at that time into these prisoners because 24 of these Palestinian prisoners that the Israelis are releasing are women. But let me tell you, these, some of these women are convicted of attempted murder. So you just have to understand that when we talk about women and children, it's women who are convicted of attempted murder, children who are teenagers that have been throwing stones at Israeli forces. But, you know, maybe deeper than that. So we want to get into that a little bit later. Again, this is a four day truce. We are expecting 50 hostages total to be freed from Gaza. I know these families are all wondering if it's their children, if they're going to see their family members again. We are, our hearts are with them. We've seen people on the news talking about this, but in America, in the United States, 
we have a serious problem with people not believing that this is happening. And I think that this is criminal. If you just look at yesterday, just look at yesterday. And I say the Democrats have a problem because of this. Look at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You've got these protesters that come out. They're protesting in the name of <laughs> their jumpsuit said colonialism, capitalism and racism. And they, they say they, they want people, they want the ceasefire. They want these people to stop having this attack against Gaza, despite the fact that they had never even, these people had never even heard of Gaza. They knew nothing about this until Hamas went in and launched the worst terror attack Israel has ever seen on October 7th. We call it Israel's 9-11, but we're, it is not even close. The number of people who died, over 1,200 people were murdered. People were raped. They were killed in front of their family members. It was a horrific attack, and these little yahoos in their jumpsuits, jumpsuits that they went out in the middle of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. They jumped the barriers. They had these these jumpsuits covered in blood, and they have the words like colonialism, capitalism, and racism written on them. And they glued themselves to the street in front of the parade. I mean, like, if you are watching the parade, how mad are you? You've been out there all night. You have your spot. And this person is like, you know, free the Palestinians We've got to make sure that we stop the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And who decided that this was a good idea? I mean, all of these. So just so you know, the climate people claimed responsibility for this, because, of course, why would it not be the climate people? They're gluing themselves to things all the time. They're either gluing themselves to something or they're throwing paint all over everything. And I think that I see this and I always sit back and I think, what are you achieving here? I mean, really? You're just hurting yourself. Why is there not like the first climate person that glued themselves to something and now has no skin on their hands or had to have their hands amputated talking to the other climate people and saying there's actually a better way to do this. But clearly that hasn't happened. So yesterday they glued themselves to the street in front of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is the Climate Coalition Seven Seven Circles Alliance. They came out and they said, we need to bring attention to the ongoing ethnic cleansing and genocide of Palestinians, confronting issues of capitalism along with colonialism and imperialism head on is urgently required by the environmental and social justice groups. What? I mean, what does that even mean? But who's going to take care of this? Because now you have these people that are against Eric Adams. The FBI has raided Eric Adams. He's the mayor of New York. This just happens to have happened after he came out strongly in support of the Jewish community. He talked about how big the Jewish community is in the city of New York, and he's come out in defense of them. And now he's under a somewhat brutal attack, it seems, from this mysterious FBI. Now there's sexual assault allegations against him as well. So it just all seems like it's uh, coming to a head in a very strange way. And like I said, how is this helping the Democrats? It's not because I think people are really sick and tired of what they have seen with these protests. We went through the George Floyd protests and I think everybody was like, "Okay, we're going to make an excuse for all of the broken businesses, all of the all of the graffiti, all of the destruction because of the message here was 
You know, we want to come around communities. That was the message they were trying to get out. And they were selling it in a, in a bizarre way. But for some reason, the American people were eating it up. I think we're done being okay with these protests. And the Democrats don't understand. Time is up. Time is up on your weird protests. We are, we're going to hold these people accountable and we're going to hold these Democrat leaders accountable. Whitmer's one of them. I want to talk about her next. We're going to have REA Lighthouse with us. He is the former senior advisor to the former U.S. ambassador to Israel. We have a lot to cover with him about these hostages. But the reason I met him is because of Governor Whitmer in Michigan. She came out after the October 7th attack and she said, I've been in touch with communities impacted by what's happening in the region. It's abhorrent. My heart is with those, all those impacted. We need peace in this region. This was awful because what does that even mean? I've been in touch with the communities impacted. Are you saying you've been in touch with the Israelis? Are you saying that you've been in touch with people who have lost someone? We need peace in this region. She's trying to thread the needle between the pro-Palestinian community and the pro-Israel community because Michigan has both people on both sides. This was a political decision. It was not a leadership position because she has no leadership qualities. This is a problem in the Democrat Party. They're finding this out as they have a cake going up in flames with 81 candles for a president who is too old to be to be taking care of this country. They don't have anyone to fall back on at this time. And we are going to talk to REA next about that and a heck of a lot more. Stay here. We'll be right back with an update on the war in Israel when we return. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. 
I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck show. Clay and Buck don't get paid much here, so they're taking advantage of the Black Friday deals. I'm assuming that's why they have to be off on this day, so they can go get all of their Christmas shopping done. But I am glad to be guest hosting. I'm Tudor Dixon. I am a part of Clay and Buck's podcast network here on iHeart. You can catch new episodes of the Tudor Dixon podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And make sure you follow me on X, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Tudor Dixon. Being a part of this network is so awesome because I get to meet a lot of cool and amazing people. And one of them who is joining me today is REA Lightstone. REA is the former senior advisor to the former U.S. ambassador to Israel. I met him because I was doing a podcast. I met him because he was angry with Michigan's governor, Michigan's governor's Gretchen Whitmer. I told you about the tweet before we went to break on October 7th when she talked about people in the region. She couldn't even call out Hamas. She actually had a second tweet. She couldn't even call out Hamas. And I was reading REA's tweets. He said, this really caught my eye because I thought, man, this is super personal. When you hear this, when you read this tweet, you can tell this cut deep. He says, dear Governor Whitmer, I hosted you for Thanksgiving in Israel just a few years ago. I'm embarrassed for you and by you and disappointed that I opened my home and my family to you. He came out with a second tweet that said, Governor Whitmer made a second statement, but it didn't call out Hamas terrorists. If you can't identify the enemy now, how do you defeat it? If you can't call out evil that murders babies, then what can you call out? I mean, seriously, this is true. So let me welcome REA in. REA, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's really nice to speak to you again. I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We did. I hope you did as well. And I know you're on the ground there in Israel and you're dealing with all of this still. I think people should know that when the last time I talked to you on the podcast, you were running from safe house to safe house delivering supplies. So you really are in the thick of things. You are an American citizen who is living in Israel, making sure that you're taking care of people on the ground there. Today is a big day. Can you can you fill us in on what you know about these hostages that are being released? Well, 13 hostages within the last hour have just crossed into Israeli territory. And let me just give you a sense of who they are. It's a 77-year-old. It's an 85-year-old. It's a 79-year-old. And then it's a two-year-old and a five-year-old and a nine-year-old and their mother. And these are not, these are not soldiers. These are not men. It's, it's an 85-year-old and it's a two-year-old. I mean, they were gone from their homes for 49 days. And mm-hmm. Israel today is celebrating their return, but incredibly upset that they've been gone from their families for 49 days and even more upset that it's only 13 that have been returned and not the other 200 and 17 that are still held in captivity. Yeah, you give me chills when you talk about this. I mean, I think about grandparents and babies. It seems unthinkable. What do you say when you hear people say, well, what about the Palestinians that have been held in prison and and we and children that are being released? These are women who have been accused of attempted murder. So can you give us a little bit of a 
a comparison of these prisoners yeah, in comparison to it, the hostages. It, it, we use the word accused. They were convicted. I am friendly with somebody. She's a 74-year-old woman who she was attacked and attempted to be murdered by one of the people who was being released. Now, let's just understand when they're being released today, where are they going back to? They're going back to their homes. This lady is going back to live one block away from the woman that she tried to murder because she was Jewish. When you're talking about, quote, trading here, these are the, the, the worst of society. The only thing that they didn't do was succeed in their mission to kill innocent people. And Israel is getting back grandmothers and little babies. And, mm. and people want to equate the two. It's, it's, it's moral perversion is what it is. Aria, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on today and telling us what's going on in Israel. We appreciate your time. Stay safe out there. Thank you so much for sharing. And, you know, we'll check back in with you on the podcast for sure. Everyone else, thank Thank you so much for listening this Black Friday. I'm Tudor Dixon. I'm filling in for Clay and Buck today. Make sure you follow me on X, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I guess it is Twitter. That is what X is. At Tudor Dixon. Make sure you find out what's going on on the Tudor Dixon podcast and stick around after this break. We're going to have Tim Tebow joining us to talk all kinds of stuff, including College Football Hall of Fame and a new way for you to save money. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck Show. Clay and Buck are off today. I am their guest host, Tudor Dixon, live from the Wood Radio Studios in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm blessed to be a part of their podcast network And I'm excited about our guest. I'm going to confess ahead of time. I feel like I need to let people know this. I'm not a huge football person, and I know that's going to make people incredibly crazy. I grew up with parents who were really into football, and so you probably don't remember this, but there was a time when the Bears were winning, and I am from the suburbs of Chicago, so... I spent plenty of time in my Jim McMahon headband as a kid, and I knew the Super Bowl shuffle, which probably none of you know what the Super Bowl shuffle is, so you should Google that because it was adorable. I don't know that the, I don't know that's what you say about football, actually. But anyway, a few other things that I do know about football are right now, Travis Kelsey and his brother have a number one song on iTunes called Fairy Tale of Philadelphia, and I've heard he's dating some other pop star who also has songs, but they're like lower on the charts. So that's interesting. I hear she's in Brazil, so Travis had a little extra time to record. I do have a favorite football player, though, who has gone on to do some incredibly amazing things in his life. Tim Tebow follows God's leading, all of the things that he does. And that means that he does some pretty amazing things. I'm happy he's here with us now. Tim, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Tudor. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you had an amazing Thanksgiving. I did. I did. I hope you did, too. I saw that you were out in New York talking about something pretty exciting because you're out there. Like I said, you're always doing amazing things. You were talking about Price.com, and I want to hear more about it because I don't fully understand you save people money but they can use that money to do great things with it so help me to understand what price is sure um well actually how i got introduced to it as well was from our good our our mutual good friend um ricky kaplan who introduced me to a young man named rj a, a couple years ago at a conference and he was building this really cool thing um, called Price.com, and I found out more of, about it, and I was like, what is it? And he explained it to me, and um, it's really this all-in-one savings platform that helps you save money, make money, or make money matter. And uh, what I mean by that, it helps you save money because it does all the advanced comparison shopping for you, 
Um, and so it saves you time. It gives you coupons. It helps you in so many different ways. But then it also saves money because there's so many different options that give cash back. But then one of the coolest things, to me at least, is that it helps you make money matter. All the money that it helps you save, you have the option of, on their site, going to over 200,000 charities and finding the one that really appeals to you and donating to that. So um, that's why we say that it helps you save money, make money, and it gives you the chance to really make your money matter. If With all the money, it saves you if you want to help these amazing nonprofits um, in, in the support of their mission. So it is something that's really, really cool and uh, just grateful I get to be a part of it. I think that's that says so much about who you are, the way that you are talking about this and the way that you talk about giving back. It really, I, for people who have not met you in person, you know, there's those people that you meet and you go, man, there's this energy about this person and it is really good energy. And I think with you, it's really God shining through and that glory shining through. Because when I met you the first time, you were just so excited to help people, help the less fortunate, help the vulnerable people out there. And we're going to get into that, too. But I also think that when you do things like that, you are you have a journey in life that God put you on to give you the ability to to do good things. And he put you on this journey a long time ago. You've got a big event tomorrow at the Florida, Florida State game. After being the first three-time Heisman finalist, you're being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. I know our audience is super excited about that. And you've you've used that. Like I said, God had you on this path and used that to do really great things. So tell us, what is that like to be going and being inducted in, into the College Football Hall of Fame tomorrow? Well, uh, um, you know, thank you. Um, it, it's very um, humbling. Um, it's an amazing award. And, but honestly, that is just not about me. I know people say that that all the time, but I really mean it. When, especially in a sport like football, nothing is done by yourself. It is always a group of individuals that come together for a common goal. Um, coaches, teammates, brothers, you know, it's a family. And um, no chance this would be possible without amazing coaches that were mentors, amazing teammates, amazing um, players, amazing defense, and, you know, so many players um, at times that made me look a lot better than I really was. And so it's humbling, um, but really I just you know, um, am so grateful to, for the honor, um, but also really want to share that with all my teammates and coaches that made such a, a big difference. But like you said, um, you know, it's just so, so grateful to, to have that, chance to have a platform to use for something bigger than a game Um, because uh, at the end of the day as much as um, so many of us um, like football and and are passionate about it and love it um, one of the things that we always have to remember is that there are things that are more important than a game I know that's crazy when rivalry week's coming up and Michigan Ohio (laughs) State and Florida Florida State and all these games you know but it, it, it is so important to remember, and I'm so grateful, and I've had to be reminded many times by family, friends, mentors, parents, and pastors, um, and then most importantly, God, that there is more important things, and, you know, so easy to lose perspective. But, you know, one of the, the things that, that we like to say at, at the foundation is we get to serve the the real MVPs, the most vulnerable people, because so much of my life I was chasing MVPs as the most valuable player um, but I knew that, that God really broke my heart um, um, for a more important MVP, and that's the most vulnerable people. And so that's our, um, our, our greatest motivation now is to serve as many of the most vulnerable people around the world. 
It was the first thing you said to me when I met you a few years ago. You immediately started talking about the problem that we have in the United States with sex trafficking. And I think that it's an interesting path that you've been on because one of the places where we see a significant issue with sex trafficking is at the Super Bowl. So there is a connection there between the football world and you fighting against this horrific crime and this horrific experience that women and and children are drawn into. So tell us a little bit about how you do that, what kind of work you do and how significant the problem is here in the United States. Well, when we're specifically talking about um, trafficking and the exploitation of children, um, we try to fight that in as many ways as possible, whether that is um, in the in prevention, which is a lot of different areas, whether that is rescue um, with task forces domestically and international, or that is with long-term restoration with safe homes. Um, uh, we have um, tw- um, uh, 40 safe homes that are either um, fully up and running or in process of being built right now and caring uh, long-term restoration for um, for women and for children that have come out of this, um, what I would say is one of the worst evils in the world. And mm-hmm. um, But every day we're working um, as hard and as fast as we can to either prevent it, to rescue, or to bring that long-term restoration of faith, hope, and love to as many people um, um, in their darkest hour of need. And so it is um, definitely not just a, uh, an occupation, it is a calling um, for our team because it is one of the biggest evils in the world, and it's also um, growing at a rapid rate. And so we just um, really believe that we need more people in this fight, on this team, in this army, that would stand against it, because we know that every single person is an, is an image bearer of God, and we have to treat them that, that way, um, not as an object to be used, um, but as an individual that's created an image of God um, um, to be loved in the, in the proper way, and to be cared for and to be protected and to be secured um, and to be given opportunities to dream, to flourish and to be um, uh, and to understand their worth and value from their creator. Mm. One other thing I want to cover with you is another group of people. And I think that it's so important to me that I talk about Night to Shine with you because I had obviously heard about you on the football field because a football player that's out there praying in the middle of the football field gets a lot of attention, right? And whether it's good or it's bad attention, it is all good attention because it brings glory to God. And I had heard about that. And then I have a few girlfriends in town here who have adopted children who have special needs. And that night to shine, it is a night, a prom night experience for special needs children and it's gonna tear, it's gonna make me tear up because you mean so much. And, and I know you know that. And I know that you don't like to talk about that, but you created this and you were prompted to create this through your experience being out there in the spotlight. And you've given these kids a night to be in the spotlight that they will never forget. So tell our audience a little bit about what the night to shine is. <clears throat> Well, um, thank you yeah, so much for your support of it and, and just your heart for it. Um, Night to Shine is a worldwide prom for people with special needs. And we're so fortunate to be able to host that in all 50 states and um, over 50 countries around the world and, and hopefully growing, um, just trying to celebrate um, every single um, person with special needs, um, every single person that has never been celebrated, every single person um, uh, that has never been 
cheered for, never been clapped for, never been praised. Um, and so many of the special needs community has never been cheered for, never been praised, never been clapped for. And so uh, Night to Shine for us is it's more than just a prom night experience. It's a celebration of worth and value where every single person gets to know their real worth and value from their creator. And at the end of it, every single king or queen is um, individual, is crowned as a king or queen because we believe that's how the God of this universe sees them every day of their life. And um, it is something that has just really become our favorite night of the year. And it is, um, it is also the way that I got introduced to my wife and um, she had a sister with special needs, and uh, I say night to shine, and she says her sister, but that was our matchmaker, and um, mm. and it's just um, such a special night. But you know what? When when you show up as a volunteer, as a buddy, um, and you're there, um, yes, you're there to serve, but I'll tell you, it is, you get more impacted than any of the ways that that you think possible. It is something that has made such a, an impact and the ripple effects in so many places around the world um, because of the, the unconditional love that is there. And I'm just so grateful for all the host churches, for all the buddies, for all the volunteers, um, which we've had hundreds of thousands of them of volunteers in it. And um, it is just making um, such a, a big impact. But that's not because of us. It's because the amazing volunteers and the amazing churches and amazing people like yourself that have been out there and supporting it. And so I'm just so humbled. And one of the reasons I, I love to talk about it is because it wasn't even my idea, someone else's idea. And um, and they they brought it to us and they said, hey, what do you think about this? And the only thing I said is, man, that's awesome. We need to do it mm -hmm. everywhere around the world. And our heart is to get to um, maybe one day every country so that every boy and girl that has never been cheered, celebrated, and loved on the way they should would know their true worth and value because many um, places around the world um, – Children and individuals with special needs um, are, are treated as less than, um, as um, as cursed, right. um, as insignificant, and right. and we want to change that narrative. We want them to know that every single person has great worth and value, is created in the right. image of God, and we want to celebrate them that way so they truly know how valuable they are to their Creator. Well, you are doing a great job. We love it. Tim Tebow, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day today to be here with us on the Clay and Buck Show. We are here at 800-282-2882. Call us and tell us your Black Friday story or whatever you want. Tim, thank you for being here. Everybody else, stick around. We'll be right back. Well more Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck Show. Clay and Buck are off today. I'm Tudor Dixon. I am guest hosting. I am blessed to be a part of the Clay and Buck Podcast Network here at iHeart. You can catch episodes of the Tudor Dixon Podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you follow me on X, Facebook, and Instagram at Tudor Dixon. And be ready to call in today. We'd love to get some calls at 800-282-2882. I saw this story I want to tell you guys about. I want to tell you about this because first I feel like I have to tell you my own story really quick. Plastic surgery stories always kind of catch my eye because I am a breast cancer survivor. So I had a double mastectomy and reconstructive surgery. And I know what it's like when you wake up from surgery and you have surgery done to your body that you didn't really ask for, but you ended up with it. This one's a little bit different, though. This is kind of horrifying. So this woman, this is also a warning. Like, don't go to another country and have plastic surgery done. Probably not a good idea. So this woman, she's 65 years old. She's an American woman. She traveled to Mexico to get a skin tightening surgery and woke up to breast implants and a Brazilian butt lift. Let me tell you, if you watch this story, this is not a lady that looks like she went to Mexico to get a Brazilian butt lift. She really looks like she was like trapped in a skin curtain and wanted to get out of it, right? She just wanted to have a an inexpensive surgery done in Tijuana, Mexico. Don't do this. She was expecting to wake up to 90 inches of excess skin gone. She woke up to big boobs and a Brazilian butt lift. She went into surgery at four o'clock in the afternoon, came out at one thirty in the morning. OK, so this is just a warning for all of you. If you wake up after surgery and you suddenly have big boobs and a Brazilian butt lift, it's going to be shocking. Do this in the United States and then you are going to be freed from the skin you are trapped in and you will not have excess body parts you were not intending. This to me, I mean, honestly, I've woken up from surgery before and looked in the mirror and been like, this is not my body. But I was expecting it, folks. This lady was not expecting it. Listen to what she said. Hey, she's, well, you don't have to pay, but we can have you put in prison. I can't go to prison with 500 stitches. The two say they were forced to pack quickly into a van and were driven across the border and dropped off, where Kimberly says she went to a San Diego ER for antibiotics. Because guess what? She was 
she ended up with a much higher bill when she had to pay for a Brazilian butt lift, which is like one of the most dangerous surgeries you can have and breast implants they were going to put her in jail but she ended up with an infection and ended up in a hospital in san diego don't do it guys just don't do it stay in the united states stay tuned for the second hour of clay and buck i'm tudor dixon i'm taking control of the show this black friday and we'll be taking your calls a little later call us at 800-282-2882 we'll see you then More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.